Hello, everyone. This is Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Join us as we reveal how you can become the master of your reality. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets. Have Mike Gill back. Mike Gill, as you guys know, uh, was a very successful man, uh, very, very wealthy, uh, had uh, race horses, had uh, incredible uh, you know, wealth in uh, real estate. Uh, and then he started to see some problems, started to speak out, and then you know, they pretty much destroyed his life like uh, a lot of us have, have, have uh, experienced. But he is, he is probably the greatest patriot that's out there. Uh, the exposure that he's been doing is is over the top, and now we have even more. So, Mike, thanks so much for coming in. Uh, it's you've exposed the American cartel. I I was always like this Mexican cartel, and but man, you blew the Mexican cartel or the, the American cartel up in uh, New Hampshire. That's pretty amazing. Yeah the the American cartel is the machine. The Mexican cartel is now just street distribution. The American cartel is the money laundering. It's the protection network. What I want people to understand in the position, in the place that I come from, is that of a businessman. I mean, a logical approach. I was the perfect guy for this because I didn't believe any of it. I had to come from a pragmatic place, one that says, I'm not going to jump and believe something until I prove it. Well, I proved it. And and the problem with proving it, it is beyond your imagination. And it was insight that made me a wealthy man. Not only racehorsing, I was the world champion. I've won more races than any human being that ever lived. But see, the thing here was, it was insight that made me a wealthy man. It was insight that saw the industry, the business of corruption. So what I want to do is step through some of these absolutes. So you know all this evidence that they're fighting for, all this evidence that they're they're scared and concerned about. So I want to start by this. Uh, we'll see the, the back page settlement, Mike. So what you're going to see in this settlement, first, and you can go to the video, the list, on state of corruption, to see the whole settlement, along with the confidentiality agreement. The confidentiality agreement, as you'll see in the bottom of this, wanted me to destroy 18,134 documents. So let's say we had some evidence. Now, this settlement came from Morrison Mahoney, which was a multi-billion dollar law firm. You'll see their two names on the top, Burke and Hartley. Burke and Hartley was the managing partners of a multi-billion dollar law firm that committed blatant fraud. In fact, they wanted a release for the whole executive committee. Okay. If you look at the bottom, you'll see that the insurer agreements. The insurer was Liberty Mutual. 
not a small insurer, but they committed fraud. So what I have to have you ask yourself is this. What would make those two entities incriminate themselves? Incriminate themselves where they have zero explanation. Incriminate themselves to the point where they want to pay me $50 million. And I'll show you that email related to this in a second. But it's important you look at some of these names. So from here, the question to me was, what's worth $50 million? And from, from here, what was worth $50 million then involved the IRS. I mean, I'm sorry, the Treasury Inspector General. Then involved the FBI. We're talking operations to destroy evidence, intimidate witnesses. It was that critical. So what was worth $50 million, and what we all have to pay attention to is the names and the entities on this list. Because... Whatever they were protecting are in those names. Now, later on, you'll see Bill Shaheen. Bill Shaheen was the campaign manager, co-chair of Hillary Clinton's campaign. He is the husband, the Senator Shaheen. He is the lawyer for Maxwell, who just wound up in New Hampshire, you know, as a money launderer connected to this agreement. That's what this is. So if you look at that, you'll see the Internal Revenue Service wants a release. The New Hampshire Banking Department, the New Hampshire Banking Commissioner, and the Department of Revenue, which is the auditing and taxation of the state. So think about this. Every entity, federally and state, that audits wants a release. That's your money laundering network. Bill Shahi may be the architect, but that's the methodology. Own and corrupt everything that audits. You know, I'll give you a similarity. It's like when the FBI is looking for themselves. That's what this is. Yeah. And 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 that and the banking commissioner, right? This guy represents a guy named Glenn Perlow, who just happens to be the head of the LLCs and trusts. You know, the things that they're hiding $932 billion in. That's the Pandora Papers. What you see here is the Pandora Papers before Pandora, 10 years before. Wow. I called it the Deep State Laundering Network. I said it was the largest laundering network in this country. It turned out to be the largest laundering network in the world. Mm. That's what was worth $50 million. You know why they gave you these names? And you can go back and see the other names of lawyers, law firms, accountants. Because they never expected someone to say no. You were never to see this. In fact, the confidentiality agreement and the under here it says, 18,184 18, documents, all to be destroyed, CDs, emails, additionally. They were wiping this out. You were never, ever supposed to see this because this is the door. And what again, what you have to understand about this money laundering network, there is only one 
singular method or path to take these corrupt politicians out. And their money sits right next to the human traffickers, the drug cartels, which is one and the same. They don't have one perfect lawn. They don't have multiple perfect laundries. They have one. One that has completely controlled the state. One that is guarded by the Treasury, the IRS, the FBI, and in the DEA, just so you don't pick up through the drug cartel. They built a master safe. Now, that $932 billion was tracked by foreign journalists back into the state of New Hampshire. And that is part of the cleaning network and the, the disconnect. That is what the Ukraine is. That is what other entities are outside, including Israel. Mm. But this is the roadmap to each and every one. All this corruption cannot answer one thing. Ready? Hey, Joe Biden, where'd you get the billion? It's the question they can't answer. You remember Maxwell. She was a, she was a blackmailer and she was a money launderer, which is the essence of what this is. So in other words, the 932 is their money. But who holds the key also holds the blackmail on who owns it. That's what kept Epstein and Maxwell alive. That is the secret to this day that you don't know. And the gatekeeper of that information and evidence now is Governor Sununu, who ran an operation with O'Keefe from Project Veritas, which is why he resigned. They took this evidence from me. They turned around and Sununu leveraged Shaheen and in leveraging Shaheen, he took over the keys of the Pandora Papers, including the blackmail. What did Sununu do with it? He's running for president of the United States. Now, let's take a look at Sununu. He, he, he got from, a te from three terrorist groups tied to 9-11. Now, this is on Breitbart. You can Google this. He financed the family ski resorts from three terrorist groups tied to 9-11. He is in a class action suit. The state is 1,000 young boys, 8, 9, 10 years old, beaten and raped in the Sununu Youth Detention Center. There's your human trafficking. His name is on the center. And now he's the key master. And he took him from Shaheen. Now, the importance with Shaheen on this document as you see these entities, you see the architect, the connection to Obama, Biden's, Clinton's. For instance, Maxwell bought her home in New Hampshire from Granite State LLC. You know what turned out to be? A cabinet member in the Biden administration, in the Obama administration, in the Treasury. See? That's what's important there. Okay, so let's go to just the email tied to the settlement. So I want you to know, if you read this paragraph, it says, my client is willing to settle this matter for $50 million. There are a number of conditions attached to the settlement offer, however. 
If the first condition is not agreed upon, the parties remain and the conditions are moved. The first condition is that Mr. Gill will not agree to a confidentiality agreement as proposed or of any other agreements dealing with confidentiality. So that's number four. Said so, no, no, it wouldn't be that one. It's the uh, email. It should say email tied to settlement. But what I want you to understand is, right, this isn't a settlement. It's a confession. It's a confession of guilt. Okay. But that's what I want. So, so, so we have to understand now this... 50 million is evidence, hard evidence, a confession of those entities that are on there. All right. Now let's go to the first page of the evidence list. Now what you're going to see with the evidence list is this. Those who have followed me with state of corruption, you have seen me multiple times, over 12 times, go to the FBI with this evidence. Not just of the now money laundering but of the cartel now see the car this is a roadmap to everything so i went to the department of justice about the fbi corruption and how they were running operations to intimidate witnesses and destroy evidence with the treasury inspector general who recorded we project veritas recorded running a cover-up operation to the point where they, yes, that's it, to the point where they actually put plants and moles in my company. All right, so think about this. With this document, this settlement was so important, the FBI and the Treasury each ran a cover-up. The FBI blocked me at their doors and refused to take this evidence because they knew exactly where it was. Now, who did take it? Now think about this. United States Attorney Lowen, Andrew Lowen. Now, to have people understand this, the FBI collects your evidence, they put a case together, and it's the U.S. Attorney's Office that prosecutes. Lowen has over 200 U.S. Attorneys that work for him. Hmm. Lowen was the number one guy, the most powerful U.S. Attorney in this country. He doesn't take my evidence directly. He never takes anything, but he did this time. Do you know why? Because Trump nominated him and put him in that position weeks before. He took this evidence because he was instructed to take this evidence. Because I was giving this evidence to first Corey Lewandowski in 2016 as Trump was running for president. So when Trump says New Hampshire's a drug-infested den, it was my evidence. When you see Pence's plane turn around in the air from meeting the head of the cartel, it was this evidence. So now well, let's think about this now. You ready? So the U.S. attorney, the most powerful law enforcement officer in this country, outside of the attorney general of the United States, took this evidence. And the first page, right? It goes, uh, IRS, New Hampshire banking, Morris Mahoney, extortion, corruption. The IRS is the money laundering network. They are on the $50 million settlement. 
do we are we hearing now that the IRS whistleblowers are afraid to be murdered and shut down? What you're not hearing is the IRS comes into this with the LLCs and the corruption with the money laundering. I am that whistleblower. What does Congress say about that IRS whistleblower? Hey, why were you offering them $50 million? Because of that. New Hampshire banking, again, the same name that is on that settlement. You can't launder without the banking department. So you got cartel banks, you got all these LLCs. None of them are being audited. That's why you have almost a trillion dollars. It is $250 billion more than the defense budget of the United States. That's how big this is. And if we go down, we've got organized crime. we got murder for hire. Listen, they tried to murder me three times in 13 days. Now, you don't have to wonder. Two of the attempts were caught on security cameras. So... This is the description of evidence made by Andrew Lullett. This isn't my description of evidence. It's evidence that I gave him. He's calling it attempted murders. He's calling it judicial corruption. The corrupt own our courts, which is why failure always ends in our courts. It is that design. And you go on to, oh, a hitman from Massachusetts. Project Veritas recorded that. You get to listen for yourself, kill Gil. That would have been number four, by the way. These guys seem to be pretty serious about killing my ass. Mm. So, and you hear it in that, he goes, how much to make him go away? And he goes, well, I don't do politics. Lucky for me, I'm running for governor. But we got about three million hits on Facebook with this. So they had to consider a different plan. Not they won't. I'm sure they reconsidered and wished they had killed me. And I'm going to make them every day, which they had. Okay, so if you go to the next page, you'll see Morris Mahoney and Liberty Mutual. The same corruption that I told you that was part of that settlement. We go on about to the FBI and Chelsea, which is the Boston FBI taking all this evidence. We go from insurance fraud, New Hampshire Banking Department, information and to the FBI. And then we go on, IRS corruption evidence, TITCA. TITCA is the Treasury Inspector General's office. So, you know, when you have Marjorie Taylor Greene going, we've got 2,000 documents from the Treasury, and it's about LLCs. Well, there you go. Everybody's about 10 years too late. I had them then, and in fact, I've had the Treasury with, and I sent you a, a, a text message from Treasury agent Sorelli asking me over and over again, how much does Trump know? See, they wanted me to take the settlement through the Treasury Inspector General, so then I sign a federal sealing order, so if I say anything to you, I got a bunk next to Epstein. Hmm. So... And again, we go to the FBI, Supreme Court, all of it. So you see the corrupt judges. We laid this out. But here's the important thing. If you look at number nine, right, all this evidence, you see Agonos, Cruz, Griner, 
Well, that's only the largest cartel in this country. They own hospitals, treatment centers, pharmacies, health uh, uh, pain clinics. Oh, yeah. Casinos and strip clubs. Am I the only one who's seen Ozark? Times times that by a thousand. This guy, Agonos, I had 106 witnesses. Six arresting state troopers. Separately arresting. Six separate case numbers. This guy's a murderer, a mass murderer. Mm. Oh, and he was named Citizen of the Year. You see how obscene this is? Now, now the Department of Justice has this evidence. They know who he is. Now, Lowen's sitting on a hot potato. He's going, you're not catching me with this stuff. So what does Lowen do? You see the bottom of nine? He sends the evidence to the FBI office in Washington and to the Attorney General of the United States. So let's play follow the the bouncing ball. So our evidence, right, went to the FBI, went to the Treasury Inspector General, only to find two massive covers up, was given to the Department of Justice, the U.S. Attorney, Lowen, and he gives it to the Attorney General of the United States, Sessions, and then Barr. Now, what do they know about this evidence that nobody wants to tell you? Because it is the way in. It was always the way in. It incriminates them all. It's all those limited corporations that the Bidens are afraid of, the Clinton Foundation and their trusts. They don't have them in multiple places. Multiple places give you multiple opportunities of discovering They've got it in a singular location, protected by somebody they trust. I don't know, like Bill Shaheen, Hillary's campaign manager. Gene Shaheen was a VP candidate for Biden. I'd call that trust. That's how that worked. That's what they were doing. Hmm. So let's follow that. So in other words, now that we've got the attorney general's office, we get the Department of Justice having this evidence. Now what happens? Trump doesn't use it and release it before the election. Now, I can't tell you why not. All I can tell you is I was with Department of Justice in Washington. I met with certain aides and screamed to the high heavens that these people, these cartels were killing people by the thousands that their money laundering network would get everybody, and that it involved the IRS and the Treasury. Well, I didn't hear anything till after the election. And then I was contacted the end of November, all through December, and it ended around, oh, I don't know, January 7th. And who contacted me was General Flynn and Sidney Powell. Now, Mike, I sent you a couple things there. Uh, You can go attachment one. And what you'll see is that General Flynn reached out to me to speak to me. Mm -hmm. And he wanted, and if you go to number two, General Flynn asked... For the same settlement I showed you, and I just posted here. 
So the first question's got to be, out of 336 million Americans, at the time we're at DEPCON 5, because one, Trump's trying to stay in office, and he's working directly with Powell and Flynn. So at the same time these communications are happening, Flynn and Powell is in with Trump. So they want that settlement. Not only do I give them the settlement, I gave them a 15-page affidavit laying out exactly about the money laundering, the cartel, the corrupt politicians, the, the courts, all of it. Flynn has it all. Now, we don't have to guess because it's all in writing. Everything's in writing. So my communications with Flynn and his team went on for about six weeks. And there's a lot of communications, but what you would see in these communications is I question the logic. You'll hear me refer to strategy. You'll see referring to strategy. So this shows you the communication and then the request for my settlement. And you can even see a page called Affidavit. So you can see that Flynn requested my affidavit. Mm -hmm. So why did Flynn ask for this if he didn't know what it represented? And he did. He told me it was used to keep Trump in office. So I agreed. The only stipulation that I had was they tell the American people. So when this was going on, and again, you'll see in communications, then I questioned their logic, even about January 6th. I remember thinking very clearly, if this is military intelligence, if this is the National Security Advisor, the head of the DIA, we're in big trouble. Or were we? Yeah, so, you know, when I, uh, I've had a lot of people on my show that have talked about General Flynn, and uh, personally, I'm, I'm not impressed. I, I think there's some problems with him. Uh, a lot of people see, a lot of people have seen the same thing. Uh, he, so when you look at him and he has this information, he's either one, He's sitting on it because it can cause some problems. Uh, and what what are those problems? Is it a problem for him? Is it problems for the people he's trying to protect? Who is he trying to protect? So you have to ask yourself these questions. Uh, yeah, it's I get a pretty good idea because you know what? I lived it and I talked to their communications and I kept thinking that it was a mistake. It wasn't a mistake. Flynn was working with the FBI. Mm, this wow. whole January thing, six thing, yeah, was a setup. Hello, this is Michael Jaco. If you want to learn more on how to unleash your own intuition, go to michaelkjaco.com, unleashingintuition.com, 
where you can find my courses on how to become the master of your own reality. That's why it didn't make any sense. That's why I kept thinking, how could this be their strategy? In fact, you'll see one of them that I'm questioning the strategy. I'm saying with a plan and a strategy, I put this together. And general uh, coming, they don't leave loose ends. And with Trump, I told them this was going to happen. I mean, I'm a strategist. Terrible at a lot of things. But insight and strategy isn't one of them. Flynn knew was going to happen. So let's go back and ask these questions now. Because, again, I try to find and disprove what I'm thinking. So let's try to disprove it. Flynn communicated with me in emails and text messages besides the phones. Why would he do that? Again, the Defense Intelligence Agency head, the National Security by what, did stuff slip his mind? Mm-hmm. No. I thought at one time it was a timeline, so it was after the election. It wasn't, because if it was a timeline— he would have shared it with the American people, and he didn't. So that told me something else. So he put it in writing because it's evidence. Who did the evidence come from? Me. So who does Clinton and Biden and Obama and even Trump know who has this evidence? The attorney general knows who has it? Me because they all have their hands on it and their fingerprints. So, let's just say Flynn did throw Trump to the wolves, to the FBI. Well, let's look what happened. Well, exactly that. The FBI infiltrated this, and they created the situation that was there. In fact, if we look at all the only people who went to jail, you know, and draining the swamp and all this shit, are the people, are the protesters from January 6th. They're the only people that I know went to jail. So now let's think if Flynn did this. You can't trust Biden. You can't trust the FBI. So how would you get them to trust them? Well, you'd have to have an insurance policy. You have to have leverage. Now, the guy who's head of the defense Intelligence Network would know that. This evidence is that insurance policy. He's got their money. He's got them by the wallet. That's just like Sununu. Sununu has the Pandora Papers, and so doesn't Flynn. That's going to be the piece with the uh, Treasury Inspector General. So let's think. So now Flynn has his insurance policy. Well, let's keep going. Flynn doesn't give it to the American people. Why? Because if he gives it to you, it cancels out the insurance policy. It's only good if you don't tell the American people. It's a one-time thing. You see? Flynn again. Now, what did Flynn do with it? Well, it's got blackmail and extortion. Well, let me sue the Department of Justice for 50 to 100 million, which is what he's doing right now. Flynn didn't go to jail, but he's in a lawsuit for maybe uh, 50 to 100 million. And what did they want to give me? 50 million? 
Don't you find that a little coincidental? Hmm. That's yeah. exactly what's going on. Flynn wanted to be president. He couldn't be president if Trump was in office. So the plan was to take him out, him to fill those shoes. I am telling you, there's not a hair out of place. Now you also got to remember, right? Flynn's sitting on all of this. There's no doubt about it. Because he needed that evidence, and again, I was supposed to go away again, it ties him to all of it. He can't deny it. In fact, I was on a show recently, a podcast, who turned around and I called Flynn out like this. And the podcaster was friends with Flynn and said, I'm going to have Flynn on. I go, let's, let's be on together. Let's have him deny it. You know what he said? I ain't going on that show. You're damn right you're not going on that show. Do you know why? If he denies it, it's no longer insurance. If he tells you, if he tells you the truth, then you get to ask him, like we all should. Do you understand that cartel's killing thousands? Do you know when everybody's sitting on this corruption from politicians across this country, that's the roadmap? And you didn't do anything about it. Yeah. And again, that's yep. the currency in Washington. It's all destroy. People are getting kicked out of their houses, and uh, you know. So, I, I look at all the uh, the the conversations yeah. that you're having. I'm looking at all the conversation you had with General Flynn, and it's uh, it's staggering because you're basically giving him everything. You're just like, hey, you're talking to Carissa Keschel, uh, and yeah. she's she's doing the best she can to get it through. She's frustrated too. Uh, and Jim Tarasio. He's a cat was a captain in military intelligence. He's some of this too. So, but you'll want to watch one, ready? You'll see where I turn around and tell them I'm in a restaurant. Right. That's attached to this hotel. And in this restaurant, a waitress comes to me and said, Hey, you're Mike Gill. I go, Yeah. And she goes, I've seen your videos. Can I sit down and talk to you? I said, Yeah. She stopped talking about this video that I did, except for I never released it. Whoa. Because the vid the videographer, right? Yeah. The FBI snatched. It never got released, and she knew more about it than I remembered. And I went, shit. So you see me contact Flynn going, listen, this is the FBI. This is what they were, that's why she was talking to me about what I had. Right. And I let them know what happened. The next day, Christmas Day, December 25th, you know, about 11 days before January 6th, the FBI comes to the parking lot at my hotel, standing by my car, telling me to stop talking, stop giving evidence to Trump, stop giving it to Flynn. They were listening the whole time. I called Flynn and his team, and I said, I told you. The FBI came to me and, you know, they must have seen the text, too, and saying, you know, and warned me and threatened me and my kids. And I have follow up call up to the Orlando FBI recorded and the uh, Tampa Bay FBI. So they can't deny this either. But I told Flynn. So what I'm saying is Flynn knew the FBI was listening. Wow. He still went forwards.
And I was, that's why I kept going. You see me go strategy. What are you doing? And you'll hear me go about betrayal. And, and I could smell it. And I was saying, this isn't about Republicans. This isn't about Democrats. In fact, you'll see me say, I'm prepared to give up my life, but not for a lie. Because I felt something wasn't right here. I felt, I felt they weren't being honest. And what happened was exactly what happens. In fact, you see a screen where it says, Flynn's not answering his phone. We all have to scatter. That was January 7th. They knew the FBI was on me. They knew they were threatening my children. And they were gone. Abe Flynn wasn't answering his phone. They all had to scatter. Think about this. How many people went to jail for January 6th? Not the people who planned it. Isn't that interesting? And Dominion. Well, they're suing Mike Lindell. They're suing Giuliani. They're not suing Flynn, though, right? See? The power of blackmail and extortion. The same Pandora Papers is what Epstein and Maxwell leveraged with. It's what now Flynn has, and he's using it the same way. It's why O'Keefe resigned, unless you think He's no longer the face of Project Veritas for stealing a sandwich from an eight-month pregnant woman. He stole because he was with me when I collected a lot of this evidence. He gave me the cartel. Yeah, this is where they were turned around and said they were also the... Uh, uh, and you can see me say to it that I've been doing this for 15 years. I put my children at risk. Mm -hmm. And they disappear. You know, I mean, this is the, a general. I stood and fought. I didn't give up. They took off. All of them. All disappeared. And they knew the danger that I was in. More than any of them. Because I was the keeper of this evidence. And more importantly, there was no good guys. Each side wanted me dead. And I've been warned about Flynn even recently, within the last 48 hours from talking. Well, F that. You know. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's the way I feel, too. Because uh, when, you, when you shut up, that's when they're going to come in and really take you down, uh, or, or worse. So yeah, you're safer talking and uh and revealing this stuff that's what i've learned over the years uh because they will come after you uh, as you know i mean they destroyed your life and you've uh but you're still coming at them uh, i love that i love you're totally a fighter amazing right you know what it was i started a as an organization called state of corruption where i started meeting victims i met the parents that lost children to drugs I met the elderly had their homes stolen from them. The families that had their parents euthanized and their assets stolen in nursing homes. I seen the crimes of, of, of family court. That thousand young boys that were in Sununu Youth Detention Center, they, a lot of them came from family court. They were stolen from their families for profit. Profit from the federal government with matching funds 
I mean, this was a this is an industry of evil. But I have them. I mean, what made me a successful businessman was that you needed a plan. You needed a solution. That's what people aren't giving you out there. Listen, I don't believe in the five-tier chess bullshit, okay? I don't believe in the white hats. Because where are they? We've got to stop looking for saviors and start working together and saving ourselves. We've got to use the one thing that we have is our numbers. We've got to use those. What I'm asking for people is this. Call your congressman. Tell them to have me in. Have a meeting with me. I am the whistleblower to go to Congress. I can show the IRS money laundering in the $50 million. I can turn around and show the, the corruption in the Treasury and how they ran a cover-up operation that was even the Treasury Inspector General. I can show you how the FBI blocked my evidence, intimidated witnesses. I have not one witness, but a hundred witnesses. I am telling you, and I'm promising the American people, I will not be intimidated. I will not take their money. I am the whistleblowers of their worst nightmare, their worst nightmare. And I'm telling you, I'm being blocked on both sides. Mm. That's why you get half-truths. Like they tell you the, 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 the documents from the Treasury with the LLCs. They didn't tell you where they were registered. They didn't tell you the IRS whistleblowers it has to do with money laundering. They're not telling you that. The FBI witnesses are low-level witnesses. I can give you operations. I can tell you that they took a guy named Jonathan Irish. The guy got arrested for selling machine guns. You ready? They let him go to break into my office and steal a computer where they where, where my vice president and paralegal was in communication with Bill Shaheen, Alex Walker, the FBI to have me murdered. It was on there. You see me take that laptop to the FBI. Listen, they wouldn't take it from me, but they'd steal it. You see, that's what's going on. So he's a witness. Aaron Day's a witness. He corrupted the cases. He protected the, the drug cartel. He worked with Sununu, with O'Keefe. He's a witness. Should be easy to find. Aaron Day's running for president. You know why? He's one of the few that has the Pandora Papers information. He's looking to cash out. He needed a platform. I know what I'll do. I'll run for president. Boom, there's your platform. You don't think he thinks he's going to win. And then Sununu. Sununu's going to be masterful in far as leveraging and blackmail with this. Think about who Sununu is. His father, John Sununu, was the chief of staff for George Bush Sr. John Sununu ran the fast and furious. You know, drugs, money laundering, uh, guns. What do you think's going on in New Hampshire? New Hampshire's number one in opioids, according to the DEA. They're number one in money laundering with $932 billion in counting. And you know who makes more machine guns and assault weapons than any state in the country? The small state of New Hampshire. Wow. You know who gets more federal money? Senator Shaheen, the same senator who wants to take your gun but is selling them to the Mexican cartels. That's what gets traded. 
with O'Keefe, we had a trucking company front that was owned by the cartel. Machine guns leaving from Manchester, New Hampshire to Laredo, Texas. They were bringing back children, human trafficking, fentanyl, heroin on a daily route. That's how big this is. That's how many people know. That's why O'Keefe resigned. But they all know the truth. The American people is the only one that don't. You think a trillion dollars slips somebody's mind? You don't think they're able to find this in your banking system? That's what people should lose their sleep about. They're worried of bank, bank failures. It's going to be bank failures because of the dark money that's in those banks. That's what happened to Silicon Valley Bank. As in Silicon Valley Bank Group, what was their biggest asset? Boston Trust. You know what that was owned? By a drug cartel. Where was it registered? In an LLC and a trust in the state of New Hampshire. The agent was in a broom closet. A broom closet. That's how this works. And they all know what it is. And Congress isn't telling you the truth. So not only would I be a whistleblower, but what I would be doing and what I've been doing for 10 years with this money laundering network, demand those names from Congress to tell you. Those names are corrupt politicians in this country, human traffickers. What was Epstein they were involved with? Pedophiles, human trafficking, and money laundering. That is what this is. That is the secret to all these corrupt politicians. That's why they had those nature of those friends. Why don't we know, even today, all those people who were, went to Epstein Island, all about the books and the tapes that they had? Why do we not have one prosecution? Because corrupt. For everything that gets stolen, federally on a state level, for the profits of drug cartels and human traffickers across this country, there has to be an equal balance of that network and condense it into what is between two states, $1.25 trillion. You were talking about the debt limit being increased. It's being increased to, what is it, $1.25, $1.5? We got that in two small states, less than a person. In New Hampshire alone, it represents $717,000 per person. Believe me, some of the people in New Hampshire don't have that money. Your corrupt politicians do. They're going to get us in a war with the Ukraine, and it has more to do with money laundering. Why is Curry's son there? Pelosi's son there? Biden's son there? Why? Because they are the cash registers. That's the money they let you see. And they are so bold as to have Hunter Biden, an artist, selling his paintings for a half a million of money laundering. And it's there to be taken. And if we don't, I've got a bad feeling something's going to happen with Trump. Now, I don't know if he's going to get sick or I don't know if he's going to get indicted, but Sununu is running around awful confident, like he knows something. And you know who keeps... Mike, you still there? Yeah, we're getting uh, super corrupted, Mike. I've never experienced this before, so uh, we're, we're going to have to, like, uh, to, like call it here. Uh, so you're, like, uh, being corrupted on your end, and uh, I'm getting corrupted on my end, so... Uh, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, we got a lot of information out there. Sorry. Uh, you were like, no, it's okay. You were, you were doing great. And, uh, you've revealed a lot of stuff. Uh, 
you want to say some last words? Hopefully, yeah. through. it seems like we're getting some chatter right now. So let's let's kind of do a little bit right now. The what I'm again, the plan is call your congressman, get me a meeting. I'm in Washington. Let me get a meeting. Let me become a whistleblower in Congress. That's how we do this. Let this be evidence, whistleblower evidence. I'm telling you, you get me in there and we'll make history. I'm telling you, listen, and I know that sounds to some people like an exaggeration, but if you look where I've come from and what I've done and what I have here and understand it logically, this is the hands that are four potential presidents are involved in this evidence. The, the, the Department of Justice, the Attorney General of the United States, not one, but two. Why did Flynn come and see me after the election? Why am I in the center of all of this, if not for this evidence and the importance of this evidence? Let me present this evidence in Congress. Let me explain those LLCs and how to find them because I found them 10 years before Pandora Papers. Let the IRS explain why they wanted to pay me $50 million. So, again, help me with that. Let's use our numbers. Or we can't turn around and say and complain about not doing anything, because this one's on us. All right, Mike. All right, Mike. Mike Hill, folks, uh, absolute American hero. Uh, let's get him to Congress so he can testify. Uh, call him up. Let's let's get the movement started. Thanks so much, Mike. Stay safe. Thanks, Mike. Thank you so much for listening to Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Until next time, stay in the love vibration as you continue your journey to become the master of your reality. Mm-hmm.